that? <laughs> <laughs> you hit Jan, bro? Like, what? Are we gonna do a stream again on this one or not? No, no, I just wanted to see how it would look at least. And it sounds, so then I wanna take a look at it and then just start figuring out like camera angles and shit like that. That was all I was for. Alright. I'm just gonna look at it. Just for research purposes? Yeah, it's not. I, I, put, I put it on it. private, yeah, so no one can see it. Like, you know, but. Yeah. But I do like the setup though, it looks cool. It does, right? Now, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine, like, I like the green screen idea. Get that ghetto chair banner up there so it's going to be live. And then the camera angle, too, of the, the, like, the one camera, because it's like we're transitioning from a podcast to something that's essentially a podcast, but bigger. Yeah, yeah no, like, I want to have at least minimum two cameras. Yeah. Three if possible, but two for sure. One, one there to get that wide-angle fishbowl on the whole wall right here, right? And then another one, like, here. Like, we're, we're using that one just to get the whole thing, but it could be here or here to sort of get, so we can use for faces. And if we're going to do faces, we have to get one, like, here. You know what I'm saying? And then you, with the stream deck, just pop, 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 Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? So, and you can always, like, get, like, a little thing eventually down here, like a little stand or something like that, put down here so you can put a little extra shit over it. The conditional shelf. Yeah, just like one of them um, cabinet things, like Joe, you got downstairs. Just put one of those right up in there. Yeah. And have extra shit inside, and then push it on top of it, and then when we close this up, we're moving around because we can move this. Like it ain't no thing. Like I just feel like a lot of room is being taken up by these fucking gluttonous chairs, fucking chairs and shit. Like when we get stools, it'll just be easier to yeah. move around and shit. So. And it'll add to the aesthetic. Get our shelf. Get our nice liquor bottles up there. Yeah. Get the banner. Should we, we should get real liquor bottles. We could just fucking grab it midstream and just pour a drink. In. No, I'm not putting bullshit up there. I'm getting real liquor. That was the, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I wanted real liquor bottles the whole time. For it to be an actual prop to be used yeah. in the show, too? Yeah, we should actually just mount, put the, because that would be stupid to have the, the shelf that low. Let's keep it high. That way it's out of the way. And then we can put the banner in mid, like right by your head. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We should keep a couple glasses. That way you ask for a drink, I'd be happy to make you a drink. Well, no, we're, yeah. Our well, cheers, essentially, too. Well, the shelf has fucking wine glasses attached. Yeah. You can put, dog, I'm got. So I'm, during the trip, you got to ask me for a drink so I can pour you a drink. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, bro. Yes. You need a little ice bucket, too. So yes. Can... You're fucking dog. I really want the green screen now. You got me tripping off that. Like, oh, that's fucking smart as fuck. Like, you just take a sip and then the motherfucker just be spinning. The camera back there will catch the whole, the whole setup, you know, as far as yeah. we can zoom it in and have it on that. We could just set that camera for a straight box zoom. And it captures the whole green screen. You see how wide that fucking thing is. And that and this camera don't even catch all the green screen. It catches the part that I'm sitting on. It's not using, I'm not even using the whole green screen. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, the whole, the most of the majority of green screen is being used, but it's not the whole green screen. It's just the area that's showing up. So. Which is what we want. You know, I want yeah. us in the shot still, but yeah. I just want some I crazy trippy shit. Camera, like, I had myself with, <laughs> with the bitch on the bed. Like, <laughs> I got plans, dog, for real. Like, I got I'm like, I can't get banned for that. Like, it's just a girl laying down on the bed. Like, gonna send you away any sort of like you know overtly egregious sexual shit like it's just I'm, it's the dark future you see you see Neil Detroit in the background and shit you know what I'm saying like I'm in my high rise and triple S headquarters you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> like you know it's just one of my things you know like that's <laughs> all it is just getting a little nap here before we ride out <laughs> we ride out on the Bosuzuku you know that's all it is you know what I'm saying like Bolazuku is what the gangs were in Akira. So, people will get used to the terminology once I do my thing. They'll be a hip. Yeah. Triple S. What is that? Solid State Society. What are you talking about, bro? Come on. Like, <laughs> you down? <laughs> like, you down? Like, you know? But, uh, yeah. We're not recording, are we? Well, I had recording just to. Yeah, okay, whatever. Recording. Hi, everybody. Yo. All in my business and shit. 
Welcome cut to this the part. Out. You can cut out all the yeah, extra. Cut shit. out. Cut. This is confidential information. Prime directives number four classified. Look it up if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome to the Ghetto Cheers podcast. I am your host TBG Lamar, and to my left I have nobody, and to the right of that person's left. What up, Frenchie? Say what up, Frenchie. What's good, Frenchie? Yeah. And uh, we're back with another episode of Ghetto Cheers. Intro this time, because there was no intro last time, because I really wanted to get off my chest uh, what was going on with the virus, but because uh, it's affecting me personally, obviously. But, um, you know, it's all good in the hood, man. Um, we're going to wing it off the, dome, off the dome for this one. I didn't write anything down. I don't want to write this down. Yeah, I don't want to say how I feel right now. There's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of shit to talk about. And we ain't talked about nothing since the uh, State of the World Address. So we can just wing it off the dome for a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which brings me to this. Uh, all you neckbeards out there. All you fucking virgin, non-number-getting girl on a pedestal, boy on a pedestal, if that's your thing. I don't know. You neck beard nerd fucks. Like, you make me sick. Like, man, I'm telling you, dude, like, this whole Amber Heard situation, we, were, we briefly talked about this. Like, it's really, <laughs> let me tell you what's going on, man. So, like, if the people don't know out there, Amber Heard is a cunt, okay? <laughs> and she, she basically has clearly been lying about uh, domestic abuse at the hands of Johnny Depp. And so she tried to project into the media that he was beating her and she wanted a divorce. But Johnny, good old Captain Jack out there, was good enough and smart enough to record audio and somewhat visuals of, I guess, an apparent uh, domestic abuse towards him. And he's using that in court as they go through their lawsuit. And I guess, I don't know if they're divorced now. Somebody can uh, correct me on that. But... um, But they're definitely going through a defamation lawsuit, and she's gonna get the brunt end of the stick. If if it's up, if if I had anything, if it was me, it was up to me to guess. I would say that she is going to be asked out in a defamation lawsuit filed by Johnny Depp. Like she tried to slander him, she tried to ruin his career. He lost movie roles over this, and because you know with the whole Me Too thing or whatnot, and you know she's basically got caught with her hand in a cookie jar. So now. The tables have turned. Are they divorced? Yeah, since 2017. Okay, so they are divorced since 2017, but so they're in the middle of a defamation lawsuit, okay, filed by Johnny Depp, rightfully so. And so now there's like a call to whether or not, or it's a call to want to have Amber Heard removed from the Aquaman films as Queen Mara or Princess Mara, whatever she is in the movie, Queen Mara. And uh, all the neckbeards got up in rage because apparently Jason Big Dick Daddy Momoa uh, fucking wished Amber Heard, his co-star, might add, of the film, Aquaman, uh, a happy birthday. Like, what are you, you mad because she was born, bro? Like, <laughs> were, you, were you raged because she was born? Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, so they're all mad about it at him and attacking him on social media or whatnot. And uh, I just, I just, I got, I got caught like I see it, bro. Like that's gay. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, look, I think she's a cunt. You know what I'm saying, like for real, for real. But even I masturbated once to her masturbation video. Like Amber Heard is fucking hot, bro. Like she's a hot, 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 hot girl. I mean, she, and, and and if you've seen the movies that I've seen. She know how to fuck. <laughs> like, I know it's just Hollywood and shit, right? You know, so it's like, it's all done for, like, imagination and, you know, shot selection and shit like that. But there's a scene in a couple movies who I won't mention because they're in my spank bank, all right? But, like, there's a couple movies she's in, bro, where, you know how they do, like, the fake sex scenes in Hollywood where it's like, uh, like, uh, I'll give you an example, Monsters Ball with Holly Berry. And uh, Billy Bob Thornton. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that, but he's all like doing her doggy style over the couch. But it's like the weirdest looking doggy. I'm like, no one does doggy style like that unless they don't know the fuck, you know? And he's like, and she's like, make me feel good. <laughs> make me feel good. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> like, like, that is fake sex, right? Like, you know, but 
I mean, it's Hollywood sex, right? No, no, this is not what I'm talking about. In this particular movie with Amber Heard, she's like riding this dude, bro, and she's throwing that ass. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, this little girl from Texas. Ow! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, look, I'm, I'll be the first person to say she's a cunt, all right? But, like, at the same time, brother, look, she's bad, okay? She's bad, all right? Like, so, we don't have to, don't have to let bygones be bygones in, in this event, you know? Because I don't care how much of a cunt she is. If you look like that, I want to see you in Aquaman. What if all of Johnny Depp was put up with his... Man, for that, I would have put up with it too, man. <laughs> you fucking serious? I would, I would have put up with some of that shit too. <laughs> shit, see her? Like, come on, dog. Yeah, I love a little slap and tickle. Man, shit, <laughs> come on. Yeah, say whatever you want, off. dude. She came off like, like one of those type of girls that I just don't like. Like, like, man, angry like, fuck. Oh, she's no, she's like angry and, and cunty and bitchy. She'll be like a hate fuck. Oh, I hate fuck this shit. <laughs> like Amber Heard, you listen, I hate you. Hate you with all my heart. <laughs> like, I hate fuck the shit out of her, man. Like, <laughs> boy, if you're borderline, fucking assault. I'll tell you. But, you know. All jokes aside, man, you know, it's not even a joke. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, she's so fine that I don't care that she's a cunt. And she tried to ruin Johnny Depp's career. Like, he'll be all right. He's Johnny Depp. <laughs> He's Johnny Depp. He good. The truth is out. He'll bounce back. We all good over here. Can we please get more of her half naked in Aquaman, please? Like, even if you think about what this does to her in Hollywood, her reputation, she's really going to have to start getting naked now. This is what I'm talking about. This is a win-win. Like, what you got? <laughs> you want to get mad because he wishes her a happy birthday? Like, what fucking planet am I on, dog? Like, come on. Gay. What planet am I on, dog? Like, that's super gay, bro. Like, <laughs> like even, even like, and I don't mean like gay, like, you know what I mean by gay. Yeah, but like, yeah. even like a real gay person would be like, yo, that's gay. Like, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Amber Heard, dog. You mad because he wished her a happy birthday? First of all, that's his co-star, so you don't know what type of relationship they have. Second of all, it's happy birthday. You mad because somebody was born? Well, fuck you and your mother for having you. Now, how does that make you feel, right? Neckbeard. Yeah, your fucking neckbeard's like. Now, how does it make you feel, right? So, so that's number one. And then number two, like you want to call? I understand, like okay, well we don't want her to be an Aquaman. Okay, but. Okay, who are you going to replace it with? And don't just name any old girl. I want Amber Heard as Mary because she's fine. And when I sit there for two hours of your stupid movie, I want to look at her fine ass trolloping across the screen in a green tight fish scale uniform. That's it. I don't have to like Amber Heard as a person to watch her on film. I don't like R. Kelly, but I'll sing his songs. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we, what do we, come on now? Like, and so shame on you men out there who are calling for this woman's head, acting like if you were given the opportunity, you wouldn't fuck. And the only reason you'd say you wouldn't fuck on social media is because you're behind a keyboard or because you're ugly and you never had a hot girl before and, and you, your wife is ugly or something and, you know, or she's average and you're just happy to have some, some somebody, you know, so you feel confident enough to say you wouldn't fuck somebody that's hot as fuck. That's the only reason you'd say it. But in reality, if you were given the opportunity and she came on and you fuck. You know how I know you fuck? Because I would throw, and I'm a principled man. I throw my own principles to the wind to hit that. Okay? So, like, like, you know, I mean, come on. If she wasn't famous, then yeah, I'd buy it. You know, like, okay, well, she's just an Instagram girl or whatever. Like, yeah, fuck her. Whatever. But she's famous, bro. And not only is she famous, but she was married to Johnny Depp. And the smartest man alive hit that, Elon Musk. Bro, you think I'm not tapping that to get that stripe on my belt? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> man, me and Elon Musk and Johnny Depp fucked the same girl. What you talking about? Like, <laughs> what you talking about, bro? Like, so I don't understand these neck beers, man. They just, they boo, they getting on my nerves. Because they're fear that they're fucking 
that beards grow on their neck and not their face. Man, like, dog, what are you like? Like, who are you? Who are you showing out for? The Mac Town people, them fucking losers. <laughs> like, oh, women, women are just blah 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 blah. They only like men with comfort, with wealth and power, and blah 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 blah. And I can't get because my fucking girlfriend dumped me for a fitness trainer or some fucking rich fuck, and I don't know how to deal. That's all Mac Town people are. Like, that's all they are. Bro, it's called competition, bro. Now, no one told you to date the girl who was looking for the guy with the Lamborghini. You chose to do that. And you chose to do that with no intention of getting a Lamborghini. So whose fault is that? Hers? What? <laughs> what? How's it her fault? You're right. Women do choose up. It just depends on the situation. Like, if you're just not going to do nothing with your life, if you don't have any ambition, women love ambition. Like, if you're an ambitious man, you have goals and you actually actively seek out and try to accomplish your goals in spite of the failures you might over like like encounter like women are they love that shit like because they, that shows you have resilience you have determination that no amount of pitfalls can deter you from striving for yeah they like that they like 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 competitive now if you are you compete and you conquer and you win and hey that's even the cherry on top baby but that's no reason to be discouraged because you haven't been successful in your endeavors or you're not as successful as another man and to blame that on the totality of women because you fucking suck that's what mag time that's is. gay we got a hashtag <laughs> man. That's super gay. Like that's almost as gay. Blaming women for your failures? Oh my god! What? Like, bro, like no, like you, we got a hashtag the Magtile people because I want them to come at me. You, you, you fucking, fucking fucks. Like, like you, you're, you're almost as bad as those incel people. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you're almost as bad as them. You guys are too. Petty's dumb. Petty's dumb. That's all. Petty's dumb. That's all. As bad as those incel losers, man. Like all it is is just men who just hate competing, or they have some sort of uh, you know they they they've had they don't like the fact that their girl left for better competition or for stiffer competition. Like, pfft. man, women come and go, bro. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, <laughs> you know, either you learn how to deal with that or you don't. Yeah, you learn from it, and you make yourself better, and then here comes yeah. the next one. Yeah, and if they stick around, they stick around, brother. That's it. If they don't stick around, you might have a shot at Amber Heard. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you never know which way the wind blows. <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, this shit, that shit is wild, dude. Like, just the level of vitriol that those dudes have right now towards her, it comes off severely pathetic. Like, like. <sighs> I, I would, I would, I would see if women, women aren't even as upset with her. To from from what I reckon, like they're not. No, nah, it's just, the, it's just talking. the dudes. Like you mad, bro? What you mad about? Cause she's a a blind bitch. Okay. Okay, but did you see that ass, my G? Like, look at that. <laughs> you see the like? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. I get. You see that ass though? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? Like, come on. Who cares, dog? Like, you Johnny's boyfriend or something? Like, like what's up? Like, he, he got you on the payroll? Like, I don't, what you care so much for, man? Like, he was like Big Dick Jason Momoa. Yeah, Big Dick Jason Momoa. <laughs> Happy birthday, Amber. While he uh, smashing Lisa. Uh, what is her name, man? It's bothering me. Who? His wife. From uh, She was from the Cosby's. I can't remember her name. I, I'm going to get hammered about this. Lisa Bonet? Lisa Bonet, yep. You know, that's his wife, his crush. He crushed on her. Like, and then he became a model and an actor, and then he met her, and he, and he shot a shot, and because he was freaking... And he crushed her. Gorgeous, <laughs> right. He, he crushed her. Max, how that? He ain't got more money than her. He don't have a bigger career than her. Not at the time they met. He was just a model that had been in some TV shows. How, how, how do you explain that, incels? How do you explain that, Magtow? Incels will say, well, he was, he's gorgeous, he's very attractive. Oh, man, that's some sucker shit. You don't understand nothing. Like, first of all, it ain't, it ain't all about the looks, brother. Let me tell you that, incels, it ain't about the looks. Because there's some very beautiful women with some suspect-looking men as far as attraction levels go. And they love these guys. And, it ain't got, and these guys don't have all the money in the world either. I've seen it with my own two eyes, okay? Seen it. I mean, I remember one day I went to the old Taste Festival. You remember that shit downtown, bro? The Taste Festival that they have downtown every year? 
No, I haven't been there. Okay, well, I went one year. I forget I forget who I was with, but uh, it was maybe a couple of my boys, homeboys. And I remember walking down there. She wasn't a 10. Like, I remember if she was, like, a 10. But she was damn near close. She was, like, 9.5, 9.5 on the Richter scale, bro. And she, I mean, I, I, me and my boys looking like, yeah, damn, <laughs> who is that? You know, like, and we seen her walking with this dude. I don't even know who she was. She was a black girl, but she was like, like light brown, like like just like like a like a regular brown shade. But she she had like abs, big booty that was toned and shit. You could see her quads poking through her like fucking pants or whatever. She had just uh, right, and the dude she was with was like like this fucking like sloppy white dude that was just like. I don't know how to explain him. Like he was just like he was just there. He was a guy. You know what I'm saying? And we looked and we were like, "What the fuck?" And we was like, "Bro, he probably got a lot of money." You know how you can tell when someone has money, but they're not dressed like they have money. They just, but you know they got money. Yeah. And you know how you can tell when somebody dresses like they have money and probably has it, or they just trying to front like they have it. Mm -hmm. He was none of these things. You could tell this guy. Was just a guy. <laughs> just a guy. And it wasn't friends because they were holding arms, like arms in tandem. And she had her head on his shoulder and stuff and laughing and smooching on him and shit. And me and my boys just looked at each other like, look at that fucking champion right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Look at him. That's the real fucking leader of the new station, brother. <laughs> like, you know, with no hate, you got to respect that, man. But it just, it reinforces my position where I say that, you know, look, it ain't all about the looks, bro. Sometimes it's, it's really about who you are, your confidence, what you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you have that competitive them. spirit, man. Man, like, that's what they like, man. That's how it was once upon a time. The most competitive men got the, got the female, like, you know? Usually the most competitive men happen to be fucking bigger than everybody else, but yeah, you know, like, you know that's, that's not to say yeah, that time goes on, things yeah, change. Yeah. There's other ways to be competitive. Exactly. So I wonder what the Magtow people would say about Jason Moore and Lisa Lisa Bonet. Oh, they probably say, "Well, he's got a lot of money." And, you They're know, jacking off to his pornos. Yeah, he's got money. Like, bro, he was a model on some TV shows. He didn't have more money than Lisa freaking Bonet. So it wasn't about him being more successful than her. She's already successful. What does that mean? How do you explain yourselves, people? How do you explain yourself, Matt Tile and Cell? You can't. You can't. Like, but he got his crush. He got Lisa Bonet, and he's wishing fine ass Amber Heard a happy birthday, and they're all up in all the neck barriers are just getting their panties in a bunch. Like, come on, man. Like, I want Amber Heard and Aquaman too. Okay. Right? Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up for me, okay? Like, let her be an Aquaman. Let her be in all the Aquamans. And after her Aquaman contracts her up, she's going to have trouble finding work in Hollywood. I mean, there's always Silicon Valley with porn or you know, <laughs> OnlyFans account will probably do her some good. Who knows what the future holds for Amber Heard? All I know is I want to be involved, okay? <laughs> like, like, that's all I'm saying, you know? Who knows what role she'll get, you know? You know, like, and I think Hollywood will probably do the right thing and sort of blackball her to a degree because you can't deal with people like that that are trying to defame one of your stars, your longevity stars. Along, they have a they have a longevity in this game. You try to slander this person, like that's not gonna bode well for her in casting calls and you know being chose for scripts. So her career is pretty much literally depending on Aquaman. And while she's not some sort of uh, You know, God tier remarkable actress. She's not. I've seen worse. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not a great actress. She's not even good. But she's not the worst actress. She's just like mediocre. You know, the right role, the right script. She can do really well, I believe. You know, but you need that. Otherwise, she's just gonna be subpar. You know, which is fine because she looks amazing. <laughs> like, come on. Like, what do we now? When she's a little bit older and wrinkled up and Botox the fuck up, then we get like, you know, alright, Amber, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but not right now. She's got at least five good years left in her before she looks like shit. And I don't know. She's what, 32? 33 now? 32? She's got some good genes, bro. She look good. You know how they get around their 30s, them folks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them less melanin folks, they get a little. They still, the men not so much, but the women, boy, they... 
Toe up from the floor up. Like, <laughs> just saying. Genetics like, all. Genetics just all go down the tank. Well, you, so she got some. She must got some of that Nordic shit in there or something. You know, that's the good genes. Those genes last, but it's all the other people they don't. Don't do too good. Glorious Viking genes. Yeah, them genes be. Them genes hold up. You know. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, man, I thought that was a. Uh, I thought that was a wild response to that situation. Um, what else? What else can we talk about? I don't know what else I'm going to talk about. I don't know what you want to talk about Tiger King because everybody know Carol Baskin did it, so there ain't nothing. To yeah, talk about fucking Tiger. bitch. Yeah, fucking bitch. Like, um, I know that they're supposed to be doing a Tiger King uh, document or like a movie made for Netflix movie or something like that. Like, are they going to have someone play as him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, Kate McKinnon signed on to be Carol Baskin. We know of for sure. From uh, Saturday Saturday Night Live, so she'll be uh, Carol. Ba- I think that's a good choice. There was a rumor I've circled. It was just some just speculation, but Matthew McConaughey is Tiger King. I mean, yes and no. Yes, because he can act. Really he can well. act, but it'd be really awkward to him be like that. Yeah, and it depends on the kind of movie they want to make. Do they want to make a complete dramatization, or do they want to put a comedy? Sp- I feel like it should be a comedy. Sp- I think so too. If it was a comedy type spin, I think he would, he would do well. It should be fucking satirical. Like, don't take it so serious because this doc, this doc, this documentary cannot be taken seriously. Like the things okay. that happen are so ridiculous, right? The people involved, the character, like these are real life people who are actual characters. Like you. Just, these are real. They're real characters, bro. Like, yeah. like in, life, in real life, it's so ridiculous and so absurd that the only way I feel like a movie should be made about this is if it was like a satirical comedy. It has to be. Don't be take this serious, bro. Like, do not make this like a fucking uh, lifetime television movie. Oh, Don't do that because we already got the documentary for that. Yeah. And the documentary is so ridiculous that it doesn't even come off like a lifetime doc. Like a sh- Try to explain the storylines of that in a draft in a format. It's gonna be weird. It is be all awkward and shit. Like you want to laugh, but you can't. Like yeah, because they're trying it. to make it serious and stuff. Like when the dudes start doing meth, and he's like probably mad. He's gonna have a scene where he's crying because he's not really gay, but he goes in a room to suck dick. Am I supposed to laugh at that or you know feel tormented? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I can laugh at it. <laughs> like, I can laugh at it in the documentary because they're not actually showing that; they're just talking about it, and the people that are talking visually look outlandish, right? So it's laughable. It's not. I didn't even really laugh during the Tiger King documentary. I could not believe what I was hearing and seeing. Yeah, I was like, it's a shock too. Most this of the is, time, I'm like, what the fuck, fuck is happening, dog? How, why? How did all this happen to these people? Like, now if you put that into a, a dramatization, I can't laugh at it because I can laugh at the documentary now after you know taking it in and realizing how ridiculous and preposterous <laughs> it all was, right? And all the memes come out. You know what I'm saying? It's laughable now. And it's trendy now, but to do a dramatization of that, and then tr- and then most dramatizations try to make you feel serious emotions about the events that take place, and then try to dramatize those events in a way that is serious. It just doesn't fit for me. Like it won't work. It won't work at make all. it a satirical comedy. And if you're gonna go satirical comedy, Matthew McConaughey can pull that off. I've seen him in some shit, but I go with him or David Spade. Bring back Joe Dirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's literally who fuck who the Tiger King really is. Like he's Joe Dirt. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you don't want to do that, then I, cause I've seen uh, Matthew McConaughey in a movie called Surf Surfer Dude or something like that. I've seen that too. He can pull that off like, yeah. easily. Like so, yeah, I'm cool with that. Did Harmony Corey make that direct that? Who? Harmony Corey. Who was that? He's a director that did uh, uh, fuck. He did a bunch of movies that I really fucking like. Mm. Da, 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 da. Oh, give me one movie. Gummo. Yeah, that's it. Oh, he Gummo? did Gummo? Yeah, he did Gummo. That was his first movie. No, no, his first movie was Kids. Oh, he, he, that's the guy. 1995 Kids. Yeah, the Gummo, and then yeah. he did Spring Breakers, and then he did the one with Matthew McConaughey, the Beach Bum. That's the one. Beach Bum, yeah. 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 I've seen all his movies then. Yeah. yeah, I like him. Kids is a crazy movie. Gummo is fucking weird. I still don't get Gummo. I don't either, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> I've seen Gummo about eight times. I don't get it, but I like it. Smells like 
Pussy! <laughs> <And you're> like, <laughs> rabbit! <laughs> fucking rabbit! Pussy! <laughs> Sounds like me warming up the mic, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I have you on sale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still don't get gummo after all these, all these years, but I like kids. Kids is fucked up. Um, everybody got AIDS and shit, damn. Um... And then I like Spring Breakers. That's one of my other. You know what a guilty pleasure of mine is? That I just found out a comedian by the name of Ryan Davis. I don't know if you know who he is. Facebook guy, but he's, I like his comedy. Um, it's one of his guilty pleasures. We share it. It's The Devil Wears Prada. I love that movie. It is a good movie. I love that movie. Like I, my, One of my old girlfriends dragged me to the theater to see it on a Friday. It was like day night. I let her pick the movie, which I rarely ever did, but... <laughs> We went to the movie so much that we kind of had seen everything up into this coming out. So she picks it, we go see it. I'm in a theater cracking up, bro. Like, this is hilarious. I love it. We walk out of the movie theater, I'm still laughing. I'm like, she's like, did you like it? I was like, I love this movie. Are you kidding me? It's a guilty play. I don't even know if it's a guilty pleasure because I honestly think it's just a great movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of my favorite movies, man. I love that movie. Merle, that's what made me like a huge Meryl Streep fan. I, I knew Meryl Streep was like a good actress before, but I, like when I saw that, it made me respect her. I was like, wow, this chick, this old lady's got the chops. Like, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. <clears throat> if it wasn't for Amber Heard, Meryl. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, they should do Tiger King satirically. We'll see what happens. I don't even know if they signed on a director for that or not yet, so who knows. Whoever does is going to have fun with it. Yeah. Should have fun with it. Dude. Let's transition to... Uh, oh, but real quick. Um, on Netflix, you see that Steve Carroll show that he's going to be starring in? I the saw Space the, Force show? I saw the trailer for it. Is there something on Netflix about it right now? Not yet. It's yeah, supposed to come out this month or May or something. A, what is it supposed to be about again? It's Space Force. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm so going to check it out. Of course. It's Space Force, you know what I'm saying? Like, it should be funny. It's, it's co- the co-creators of The Office yeah. did it, so it's everyone's all the same. I didn't. Though. I tell you what, from what I saw, though, I did not like the sets. I thought the sets were a little bleh. But we'll see what happens. You know what yeah. Orville is sweet. That's what I've been watching lately. Yeah. I've been... Uh, I've seen Orville. I've seen that. Uh, there's a show called The Midnight Honey. It's an animated show that just drops on Netflix or something. Midnight like Gospel? Midnight Gospel. Yeah. I've been watching that. You've been watching it? Is it good? I like it. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. Uh, it's fucked up because, you know, I'm I'm forcing myself to watch The Ghost in the Shell in Japanese. It's a chore. Uh, it You know, I've seen a review. I read a review from some clickbait site that trashed it, and then I watched it myself. It's different. I don't think it's necessarily the standalone complex that I'm used to because the standalone complex I'm used to was really cerebral. It's kind of drawn out. It can be boring sometimes because it's a lot of slow burn build up to before things take off. But this one was more action oriented from the get go. <clears throat> Less, it still got story and plot, but it's just way more action. And the major and the behavior of Section Nine is way more like whimsical. Which, if you read the manga from the '80s, they the major and the, the manga is completely different from the major. And the movies and uh, and the series. So, the major in the movie and the series is all philosophical and fucking questioning her existence and deep thinking and all that shit. The major in the fucking manga is like a fucking uh, gun-toting nut, slutty, like, you know, whatever. Like this fun character, right? But that's not the major in the movies. The major in the standalone complex series is a bit more like. Relaxed, but still very serious, you know? This major, you can, she's trying to be serious. It's the same major from the series, but she's trying to be serious, but you just can't take her serious because all of the things that are happening, the level of violence and their total lack of care for it is just ridiculous. Like, so I'm like, all right. But what killed me was watching, first of all, I do not like the fucking, um, the opening theme. It's like, money make the world go round. Money make the world go round. It's addicting. I don't like it, but here I found myself yesterday humming around the house. Money make the world go round. I'm like, I can't believe this fucking jingle shit is stuck in my head, dog. No wonder they chose this, because it's stuck in my head. Like, I don't like it, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the melody. It's catchy. It's catchy. I don't like it, but it's catchy. But then, on the ending credits, not only do they have a more cyberpunk-centric 
themed song for the end credits, right? But they have the uh, the artist that she was based off of. They rendered they rendered in three D. They have the two D animation from the same artist. I believe it's a French guy. I'm like, why? Why didn't they just take these drawings and just animate it? And I'm like, why? like I'll show you when we're done. But like, I'm like, why didn't they just animate it like this? I do. I wanted to fucking throw something last night. I was like, ah! I thought you called you but not me. Like, dude, I was so mad, man. I'm telling you, like, I was just like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, who makes these calls? Like, I just really want to know. Yeah. Like, I know, and I, 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 we need, I need to check that. Is it cheaper to make 3D animation or 2D? I feel like 3D animation is cheaper, cheaper than 2D, right? But is it 2D? You got to draw. Well, you got computers though. But. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? Even Family Guy, South Park's 3D. They went from 2D to 3D. They still have that 2D. OG real original thing, but sometimes they they go they have three D animation. Yeah, I've seen a lot of modern. You can do the two D animation with three Ds or with computers. Like it just it speeds up the process. Yeah, I I want to know who made that call. Like you got you hired this beautiful artist. He makes beautiful design. Just movies. for the credits. Just for the credits and the promotional posters. Yeah, I'm like, and then you take his drawing and you render it into this fucking troll looking thing in three D. You make her look younger than what she is. It's like great. the altered carbon thing. That we, that we've yeah, seen but similar it's, to that. I, I can see where they made some strides with the 3D animation with this show. I can see it compared to something like Ultra Carbon or whatever. Even Ultra Carbon has made strides with 3D animation that the other 3D animation shows haven't done. But having said that, you like when you render the art art into 3D, you don't even make it look like the art. Or like she's like in his art design, she's tall and slender. <clears throat> she still looks mature. She looks younger than she did in the uh, second gig standalone complex. But you remember, her bodies are all prosthetic, so she can look young or old depending on how she feels. But she looks younger. But when they render her to 3D, she looks like a fucking 16 year old. I'm like, whose fucking pedophile fantasy was that? Like, you know, like fucking. Fucking Kenji, I don't Maki. Like, what's your problem, bro? Like, <laughs> you want a little girl, man? Like, what's up? Like, whatever, man. That was that's just a small gripe. What are we looking like on time? Thirty-seven minutes. Okay, because that's all I'm gonna need to get into this whole draft shit real quick. The draft. Yeah, I want to first get on the Detroit Lions. <laughs> they so, did pick a they did pick a running back in the second round. Even though the title's even... Why? <laughs> he was best available, though. I got a lot of faith in DeAndre Swift. Is that who they drafted? Yeah. What's, what, he's, a really, he's a really, really good power back from Georgia. I've seen but what's was he worth a second-round pick, bro? You think anybody would have really gung-ho took him at third overall or whatever it was overall? For where he got picked at, I think it was good. 35th overall, whatever that's fine. He is a top running back in the SEC. Okay, but here, okay, let me play devil's advocate here. So we can can we? Agree? I mean, he's a good player. I'm not saying he's not going to make or break the Lions. Yeah, 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 he's he's a good player. He's can a great we, addition. I'm with you. Can we agree that drafting a cornerback or defensive back third overall? Oh, that yeah, season, yeah, that was just insane. Like why? So playing no. devil's advocate here, if they had traded that third overall pick down. To a lower first round pick and an extra second round pick, would that have bold, would that have fared better to draft Swift in the second round, thirty fifth overall, knowing you had yeah another second round pick coming right after that? Or who's who's uh, fucking uh, draft class is deep at wide receivers and defensive backs? <laughs> you don't take a defensive back third overall in the first round. You could have got three more picks. You took a defensive back in the first round with Darius Slay. How'd that work out for you? It didn't work out for shit. You know why? Because there are no more great defensive backs. And if they are, you don't find them in the first and second round. Most defensive backs are like sub six feet. Most wide receivers are like six three, six four. You don't. Have, you can't guard that. <laughs> you can't even. But like guys like Richard Sherman, they were they weren't found. They were anomalies in the fucking. They were yeah, just, but that's what you have to look for. In my eyes, for defensive backs, because these guys who are some of the top corners in the league, they're not first-round picks. Oh, Richard Sherman was a six-round. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you look at the look at the tape? 
The tape dictates that you don't find these guys in the early round. Not let alone the first. So why? Why would you waste? And don't give me that bullshit about, well, they really see something of him that no one else is. The Lions? Oh, yeah. They're great. they're great at really spotting talent, aren't they, with their fucking top 10 picks for the last 15 years. Yeah, they're really great at spotting talent. Yeah, look at the guys they fucking built. Terrible. So you don't even have the wherewithal to spot talent correctly. Why would you risk it? Drafting another defensive back when the tape says, you know, the story says, you don't do that anymore. Should have traded. Should have traded down, got more picks. The Patriots traded their first round pick away. <coughs> they got more second or third round picks. They needed that because of the fines. They lost a couple picks in the third. But they know how to draft. They know how to draft. They can get away with They can get away with getting fined and losing draft picks because they know how to fucking draft. They know how to find They the know dimes. how to spot talent. In the undrafted room. Yeah. They know how to find those dimes. That's a diamond. They're they're special. They're, they're they put an asterisk next to them. Division two the, players. The that, lions that can translate well. Aren't good at any of that. They're not even good at drafting in the first round, and they chose a defensive back. The one thing you don't want to do, unless that guy turns is, out to be like a Palomalu fucking lockdown Deion Sanders type uh, fucking yeah, player. Unless, then, yeah, then it works. No, then it's not great. Turns out to be unless in college he was friggin' Deion Sanders. He wasn't. If he, he was, was, if he was, then you take him. He was just Ohio State's best quarter. That's, oh, that's, that's it. That's, 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 that's pretty much it. That's great. Did they win a national championship? No. Oh, okay. What'd they do? Did they have number one defense that year? No. Oh, well, what were we doing? Here? They made playoffs. That's it. Yeah. What was they, what was they, what were they, what were they ranked in pass defense? I can't remember. Middle of the road? Conference-wise? Like, come on. You they don't win a championship, basically. That's, that's like, it. Like, if, if he's Deion Sanders, then you take him third overall. No questions asked. But is he? That's there's no general. He's not a generational talent like Deion Sanders. Then you don't do that. Not for no defensive back. You you do even then people are gonna argue. Well, they drafted what they needed. Yeah, you could have did that in the later rounds, bro. Yeah, you could have you could have drafted what you needed in the later rounds by getting more picks. I would have been fine if they would have drafted an offensive lineman that top that that top at that makes kind. sense. You know the best offensive lineman in the league in the fucking you know in all of college to help protect Stafford who has a broken fucking back. Take a wide receiver. Who's the guy playing at wideout right now? Galladay, Who? Marvin Jones. Who? Galladay's all right. Who? Kyle Galladay. I don't know who the fuck that is, man. Because you don't follow the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see him on ESPN Top 10. I don't hear them talking about his numbers. Who the fuck is that guy? Just some tall wide receiver at the Lions. What'd he do? <laughs> Just he, leave, he get leave 12 touchdowns? Nah, I don't know. He get 1,000 yards? I don't yards? know his stats. I don't think he got 1,000 yards. Then who the fuck is that guy? I don't get any right receiver. Any right receiver hit a thousand. Did you draft a receiver? You help out Stafford. Draft an offensive lineman. You help out Stafford. Yeah. You don't take a defensive back. Tackle or a wide receiver would be great for Stafford. Whatever. I'm not a Lions fan, so anybody who I see trying to justify this, I'm just gonna laugh at you. With Jeff Okuda. Okay. <laughs> You ain't gonna do shit anyway in the season, bro. Then I gotta go to my Packers. <laughs> they don't like Aaron, man. They don't I, like him. Well, Aaron doesn't deserve. You know, they don't like Aaron Rodgers, man. They don't deserve him. We do not. Let me. I'm speaking to all the Cheeseheads and Bratwurst fans out there, like myself. Listen, we do not deserve Aaron Rodgers. He's better than us, and he deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. And he should have never signed that contract. You could have got that money anywhere. Probably got more. I don't know. Is, do they have a rule like? No, they don't have a rule like the NFL where you could get, he could have got more. Why? Why would you want to play there? No one. I wouldn't have cared if you left. I wouldn't have been upset. I'd be like, we're getting what we deserve. Good. But you, they they made extra effort to go draft his replacement. Right. They traded up to. The they draft paid him. No one give me. No get mistaken. They threw the money at Aaron. Do you, do you but think, then they got his replacement? Yeah. We're not trying to win now. This draft is like, deep like in I receivers. Heard Mar- I heard Marcus Spears uh, argue on First Take earlier this morning that. that I don't uh, listen to him. He's an yeah, idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, oh, it made the NFC Championship, uh, Stephen A. Okay, that's right. You're right. They did. They win the they, AFC, they NFC win. Championship. They didn't win, but they made it. So if they made it, that means what for next season? They can make it back, right? 
If they can make it back, then what do you need to do to win it? You need to give Aaron weapons or protection. Period. So why are you not focusing your draft on that? And then people go, well, they can draft those what they need to win in the later rounds. Yeah, but you wasted a first-round pick. You didn't, it's not like you're picking top 15, top 20. You're picking bottom. If they would have picked the receiver. They could have had probably the greatest receiving team like in the season. I don't care season. what they did. Uh, either dra- draft an offense alignment or a receiver. I would have traded my first-round pick for two more second-round picks and drafted two receivers and an offense alignment. Actually, right. I would have done that, too, because this draft is fucking deep in fucking receivers, and I only got two receivers and an offensive lineman. Or two offensive linemen and a receiver. Period. They spent the rest on D. Yep. That's it. We're good. And find me some running backs in the practice squad. We still got Aaron Jones. We good. What the fuck are they doing? Uh, we need to think about the future. Well, I, well I, it's become clear. You got five more years out of Rodgers. Yeah, LaFleur doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. And I'm laughing at that. It's like, who the fuck are you? You're nobody. You got to the NFC Championship the same way Mike McCarthy did on Aaron Rodgers' back. Don't get it twisted. Don't get too big for your britches. You didn't coach that team to the NFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers took that team to the NFC Championship. Period. And he'll do it again and again and again until the wheels fall off. And you're fucking or until he goes somewhere Cody else. Love or whatever his name is steps up and has to live up to that. Good luck, Mr. Cody Love. Whatever his name is. Hope you I hope you do. I'll be rooting for you. But the first time you come out and sneak up the season, oh, I'm on your ass. Throws a pick first. Fucking throw the season. <laughs> <laughs> throws a pick. Oh, <laughs> oh there we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. But we get I guess you get what you deserve when you when you're a Lions fan or a Packers fan. Because I feel like the Packers now are just they're like they're they're just like the lions. They're losing the lions. They're, they're the lions. They're Except the lions they make the that playoffs. win. Yeah, they win and they make just, the playoffs. They like. just get there because of the Packers. Yeah, that's it. Like that's the only difference between Packers and Lions. Is the, the the Packers win. At least we don't. At least we don't agree with the Bears are taking the division this season. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Man. Yep. If this is the way it's going to go down, I don't want him to come back. Oh, man, did you watch The Last Dance? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's, I can't wait. It's so I can't wait for episode three. Robert. Fucking Jerry. Man. Fucking Jerry Krause. Uh, rat, rotten shit, uh, Jerry Krause. Uh, and uh, fuck you, Reinsdorf. Um, that's that's my attitude. It's been my attitude since I was 13, so it's going to be my attitude. <laughs> hey, well, you know, people say don't speak ill of the dead. Well, yeah, you don't speak ill of the dead if you you know you give a shit. <laughs> I just don't give a shit about Jerry Krause. So fuck him. You know? <laughs> Little fat, chubby fat fucking, What they call oh, him? Athletic, what they call him? Muffins or something? <laughs> yeah, fucking crumbs all over his fat fucking face every day. Piece of shit. Hey Jerry, we'll do laps with us. No, I got to lower the rib for you. You fucking little bitch. That's what they should have called you, little bitch. You stupid little bitch. That's probably what Scotty said to him on the bus. When he went off on him and, and Phil had to step in like Scotty, that's not. You're like, oh, fuck that little bitch. <laughs> Jordan will hold his life every yeah. single time he got a chance to. Fat fuck. Hey, stupid little bitch. <laughs> little egghead, humpty dumpty fuck. Hey, get your bitch ass out of here. You can't even ball. You want you how to hit a jump shot? You want you want to play basketball, you little fuck? Yeah. Like, fucking he's, he's just with championships, not one player. Motherfucker, you don't even play. You don't even play on your team. You, you know who would never it? say something like that? Robert Kraft. Of course not. Robert Kraft. That's why Robert Kraft is a fucking Don. That's why he be hanging with Rick Ross and Jay. He's a fucking OG, bro. Because he know he respect the game, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he respect the game, bro. <laughs> hanging with Cardi B and shit. That's why he invited to the cookout. People like, you a Trump support, man? You can't help who his friends was. Before he got on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you wouldn't hold that against the homies. You know what I'm saying? Don't hold that against the OG. You know what I'm saying? He still, he know what it is. He know what hood he come from. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. You know? Like, but this fucking fat piece of shit, Jerry Krause. You know, I got a Zeta. I can't even talk like him because his fat fucking neck. Ugh, neck beard. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> like a neck beard. Listen, I'm so glad he's dead. Like, you don't understand, like. 
I re- like I toasted two years ago when I heard he passed. I toasted while they were doing that little bullshit tribute. Like little, they didn't give him like a real send off like they did Kobe. <laughs> they just had like a fucking little segment for like fucking two minutes. On Jerry Krause. They moved on, which is good. That's all he deserved. <laughs> Piece of shit. Too much, is it? Two minutes was too much. I feel like it should be like a fucking 15, 20 second mention. Nah, it and shouldn't be no mention. It's just flash it on the fucking jumbotron. That's it. A ticker, <laughs> a, a ticker and a statement and move along. You know what I'm saying? You notice they didn't take any statements from anybody in the Bulls because they had nothing nice to say about him. Fuck that guy. You know? I, t- I toast it. Like straight up poured the drink. God is real, y'all. God is real. Fucking have my drink, man. You know, fuck, I hated him, dog. Like, because I knew what was going on. Even when I was 13, I knew something wasn't right. I was like, man. And somebody like that, bro, they're not a good person. And people try to say he was good, but somebody. The only person I thought he was good was Reinsdorf. Because that was his friend. Yeah, because he liked. No, I'm going to tell you what was not going to really get mentioned in this documentary, but what's the truth about Ryan's daughter is he likes yes, man. He likes people to kiss his ass and not disagree with him on anything. And that's what Jerry Krause was. So that's why they had a great relationship. And you see how Ryan's daughter deflects to Krause like the scumbag worm he is. Like it's all on Krause and not on him. You don't yeah. own it, bro. Yeah, he's the one that's... You can call the shots. He's the one that gave Pippen the shitty deal. He's yeah. the one that... Yeah, you're the one that paid him that money. You're the one that didn't want Jordan to return. Yeah. Just... Yeah. You you, you all did Rebuild. That. Yeah. When yeah, everyone's man. still elite. How you gonna rebuild without Mike? You got Michael Jordan. How you gonna face? rebuild when you just won a championship? H- hold up. How you gonna rebuild when you got the greatest player of all time? You gonna find another greatest player of all time, huh? Right. Is that what you gonna do? Huh? Yeah, you gonna do that? That's real easy to do, huh? <laughs> organizations with championships. No, they don't. Because because no. you know organizations. You know why organizations don't win championships? Because they don't know how to fucking play sports. Because there's uh, how many how many organizations are there in the NBA? Thirty. Yeah. Because only one wins at the end. How many of the owners like, like only one wins at the end, bro? Like they don't know how to play ball. You know why you become the owner of a team? Because you don't know how to fucking play. No basketball. So I ain't talking IQ. about Magic or Jordan or somebody like that. I'm talking about the, all the all the white owners. Essentially, you became an owner because you don't know how to fucking play, and you wanted to live. It's like the high school jock becoming yeah. a cop. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like you just wanted to live that experience. You wanted to be a part of that 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 experience. So the only way you know how to, you can do it is to just buy a team. And it's like a it's like a club. Now you belong to a club, and you flex, and you do this, and you do that. And if you win, you get the boast about. It. That's all good, but just never forget your position. You can't play, boy. And you a boy if you step outside of that lane. You a man if you stay within your boundaries and realize I'm just the guy that cuts the checks and makes the city have a party once a year, like OG Craft. And I'm gonna go smoke these doobies. And I'm gonna go fuck these bitches. And I'm gonna go, go fly these jets. I'm gonna go rock this ice. Cause I'm just the guy that cuts the checks, baby. I bring the joy and make the joy possible. But these men that are here, they get it done. So, yeah. Well, I guess we can wrap it up here, man. Yeah, we pushed it almost an hour in this episode. All right. All right, everybody. Stay safe. Stay quarantined. Stay classified. I'm out.